A vegan superhero is a new breed of athlete. Stronger, healthier, and driven by purpose. Vegan superheroes wage war against society's status quo and win. Vegan superheroes battle the forces of evil that profit from the suffering of others. Vegan superheroes take a stand for what they believe in and prove the haters wrong. If you ask the meatheads and clueless fitness gurus, they'll tell you that what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. Vegan superheroes inspire change, spread compassion, challenge the status quo, and fuel the revolution. Our mission is to help you become a vegan superhero. Welcome to the Vegan Gym Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everyone? I am joined by my brother, Anders, uh, tuning in from the beautiful state of Hawaii. How are Yo, you doing, man? What is up, guys? Uh, I hope you guys are ready for another part two. Well, not another part two. Part two <laughs> of our, our tips. So um, let's get rocking and rolling, another, man. Another six tips. Yeah. <laughs> another six tips. Yeah. So today we're going to be uh, doing that second half of how to get your drive back. So we're going to go, we're going to talk about another six tips that we have for really kind of building your drive back and building momentum back in your fitness journey. So we did the first six on the first episode. If you haven't listened to that, I'd recommend that you do. So we're going to jump right in with tip number seven. Tip number seven for how to get your drive back is to consume positive motivational content. So I started getting really serious about working out in college and my friend Marcus and I, uh, he was one of my very close friends in college. We would watch these videos by a guy named Greg Plitz. He was this uh, kind of well-known fitness model, pretty intense and just had, uh, we just loved how he would kind of pump us up and motivate us. And he just kind of spoke in our language. So we would watch his videos every single day before we would go work out and they just pumped us up like crazy. And then we'd get in, just like hit the weight super hard. And we had a lot of fun together. We also listened to a bunch of other kind of motivational style videos along those lines, but we just loved kind of that initial burst of motivation, that kind of initial spark to really get uh, into our training and to really kind of hit our training hard. So the right music uh, in the gym kind of does the same thing for me. I love kind of getting pumped up by music that really helps me. I know that doesn't, that's not so necessary for you Anders, but it's, uh, I depends find it's on, very helpful. Depends on the vibe for the day. You know, uh, I, it's not like one genre that actually like motivates me. It's depending on how I feel that day. And then I will find a specific type of genre that will keep me focused. I, I utilize it more for focus than motivation. Yeah. Yeah. And I do the same thing. I'll kind of bounce around depending on my mood, but the right workout music, the right kind of motivational fitness video, these all kind of provide that initial burst of short-term motivation when I'm not really feeling like getting to the gym. So that's, uh, that can be really helpful for getting that initial spark. And once you have that spark and you get to the gym, generally speaking, you're going to get into your workout and start feeling good. It's usually that initial yes or no kind of decision in your mind that's that's uh, about like should i should i go to the gym right now should i train i don't really feel like it if you can get past that point and then just start kind of getting into it that uh can usually build enough momentum to go through and crush your workout so sometimes it can be enough for just getting that little spark to get to the gym crush that 10 minute commitment that we talk about and then then the endorphins take over then you start feeling good you start getting into your workouts and then you are kind of building the motivation momentum from uh actually putting in the work so 
That's really awesome. And I think more broadly, speaking about consuming positive motivational content, I do think that your journey of kind of self-development and growth is really important as well, both when it comes to your health and fitness journey and then just kind of your life in general. So I think the more that you learn about yourself and what really matters to you and what you want to ultimately accomplish and listening to stories of other people who have done uh, traversed kind of uh, serious adversity in their lives and uh, overcome that to really build amazing things in their life. I think that's helpful to consume those resources. So in college in particular, I really got into kind of self-development books from authors like Brian Tracy, Napoleon Hill, Jim Rohn, Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, Les Brown. Anders, I know that you're a huge fan of Gary Bishop. So like all of this material can really help keep you, help put you on the right track and also keep you on the right track as you continue down your, your path. So these, these authors in particular have really kind of changed my whole perspective on what is possible for my life. And that really kind of the uh, formative years of like my late teens and early twenties was really when I leaned heavily into this stuff. And I've read basically all their books, many of them multiple times. I highly recommend them. And that's just really been a game changer for me personally in aligning my goals with my actions. So, or my actions with my goals and really figuring out what I want out of life. So that's been really amazing for helping me to build my drive and build uh, and understand the reasons that I'm really trying to accomplish the things that I want to accomplish in life. So tip number eight for how to get your drive back is to say no to the things that don't serve you or your goals. So if you don't have the body and health that you want to have, chances are pretty good that you engage in activities that don't serve your health and fitness goals. The same thing goes for any other area of your life. If you don't have the particular things in life that you want to have, then the chances are pretty good that you're not um, that you're engaging in activities that don't actually constructively serve those goals. So for example, you shouldn't be going out to drink with friends if you know that you're going to feel like poop the next day and then skip your workouts. Not to mention consuming hundreds of useless calories, probably not feeling so good. Maybe you wake up the next morning with a hangover. None of that is constructive to your goals of improving your health and fitness. Also, don't stay up late watching Netflix and then say that you can't get up early to go work out because you're too tired. And similarly, don't waste hours scrolling through social media over the weekends and then say that you don't have time to prep your meals for the coming week. And then you just kind of live in this reactionary state of always just trying to respond to the situations that you put yourself in that aren't really constructive towards your goals. So when it comes to really ensuring health and fitness consistency, it's really important to focus on the things that do serve your goals and making sure that you're implementing the right habits. I'm not saying that you should never drink alcohol or hang out with friends who drink or watch Netflix ever or uh, scroll through social media. I'm not saying don't do that stuff, uh, but really consider are these things um, are these things serving me and my goals? Are these things actually productive? And it's uh, it's okay to engage in things that aren't exactly productive as long as you have gotten the things yeah. done that you really need to get done. And if you can answer that question honestly, then you're going to be able to navigate it and go about it the way that you want to do it. Um, I think, uh, at least for me personally, uh, when I used to hang out with my, my old friends, uh, that was kind of like the circle that they were. 
Um, and I was in denial of saying, oh, this is actually helping me because it's building friendships instead of, oh, this is taken away from the other things that I want to do. So if you can answer that question, honestly, you're going to be put into a position of like, okay, I know what they're doing is not what I want to be doing. So then you can go to that, the, that event or hang out with them uh, and, and be able to say no to certain things or be significantly limit yourself. Um, because I think a lot of people just go into uh, a scene like that and say, oh, I'll figure it out. If you go in with that mentality, you're, you've already failed. Um, and so, um, for me personally, it was just one of those things where, um, I was so ingrained in like certain habits and routines with that, that group of people. So I had to completely remove myself, but now I'm in a position where, um, I can hang out. Like I've hung out with a few friends in, in Hawaii, you know, and, uh, they drink, uh, but, I, I didn't, you know, but I could still have a great time and they're respectful. So it's just like, um, I think we'll be talking about this later, but it's just like surrounding yourself with people that actually understand too is very important. Um, so yeah, just honestly answer that question uh, and then you'll be easily able to to navigate that that scenario. Yeah. And so I think the question you're asking, you're talking about is, does this particular activity bring me closer to my goals or not? Does Correct. it serve yeah. me or does it not serve me? So, yeah. And I'm again, I'm, we're not saying you need to be perfect and only do things that are really constructive towards your goals. We all need some time to relax and just uh, do stuff that is not um, is not super hard driving, like accomplishing your goals kind of stuff. And that's perfectly okay. So you should have some, some extra time, some free time, but make sure that you are, um, getting your goals taken care of and getting your priorities done. And then you can have that extra time. So that is tip number eight. Tip number nine for how to get your drive back is to get accountability. So there are lots of different ways that you can cultivate accountability in your health and fitness journey. You can coordinate your training sessions with a workout partner. I love training with someone else. Unfortunately, Anders and I haven't really been in the same training routine since Ironman training, but I do hope to kind of get back into that, which would be cool. So that is one thing that needs that motivation to see someone stronger. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that uh, I guess. Yeah, there, there is some truth to that. At least for now, we're going to have to change that. Yeah, he's going to blow past me at some point, so it's okay. Yeah, but, <laughs> I got to uh, soak it up while I can. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll give, you, I'll give you a few more months. But anyways, having a workout partner is super fun, and it really helps to motivate me to have someone else that I can kind of uh, compete with. So that's really great. Um, and it doesn't have to be a competitive thing either, if that's not really kind of your vibe. For me personally, that really kind of works, whether... Um, I'm on the, the kind of, uh, winning end of that or losing end. It doesn't yeah. really matter. It's just, it's just kind of pushing yourself. That's what, that's uh, why Leif be and I are like, we, we do very well when we do work out together is because we're both extremely competitive. So, uh, like, even if we do not communicate it, I know both of us are thinking, oh, if he did that, I should be able to do this. Type of thing. <laughs> I, I like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you have that same thought, correct? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that uh, you know that meme with uh, Zach Galifianakis where he's like, it's uh, the, the, like the, the numbers terms, It's from the hangover the when he's like going down the escalator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, there was a meme of that once where it's um it said 
it's like adding it um adding up the weights in the gym like and then yeah. it had that thing um, that's exactly what it is <laughs> yeah and yeah so anyways i don't know I, i've always really found that meme to be hilarious if, if you haven't seen that meme you're missing out so that's i forget exactly yeah i forget exactly what it says but it's basically like hey i'm not good at math until i get in the gym and this is how i'm like adding up stuff in my head <laughs> right exactly <laughs> and i think going to a strongman gym i think we uh see see that particular scenario uh, oh totally quite, quite frequently yeah Anyway, so that's one thing you can do is is have a workout partner and go crush some um, some training sessions together. That's super awesome. You can also call someone who is not going to give you a pass and tell them that you're going to the gym or tell them what you're going to do. Like, it doesn't need to be a phone call either. You can just tell someone uh, who's a family or friend. However, you want to communicate that information and just say, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Please hold me accountable and make sure that I'm doing this. Similarly to that, you can post online and say that you are doing a particular goal and ask people to reach out to you and hold you accountable or say that you're going to be posting regular updates about this particular thing. And then other people can hold you accountable and know that's something that you're trying to accomplish. So that can be really beneficial. And you can also have a trainer or a coach to hold you accountable. I think that's a really amazing form of accountability. And that's probably at this point kind of the main reason that we even have coaches, <laughs> Anders. Yeah. Uh, and that's we find that to be super valuable. So tip number nine uh, to get your drive back is to get accountability. Get other people in your corner who can hold you accountable to doing the things that you say that you want to do to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. And and to go off of that is like the something that I've learned over the last uh, several years is you literally cannot have enough accountability. Um, like the, I continue to add people into my network and into my life that is going to help fuel uh, the, the drive in certain areas. Um, and I, I always ask myself, do I need this? Do I need this? And I always pull the trigger because I always know when I do get that individual or this kind of source of accountability in my life, it propels it forward. So um, it's just one of those things that I never thought that it was a very important thing until I had it and, t and until I expanded upon it. And now looking back, I wish I had it sooner than uh, than when I actually got into my life. So accountability is huge. It seems like it's a very simple thing, like posting on in the internet or, or just calling someone or just having a workout buddy. It seems like a very simple thing and insignificant. But when you start compounding these things together, um, you just, then you start not only seeing your goal everywhere, but then people are asking about the goal. And then you actually surround yourself around these individuals that just converse about this type of thing. So then you create this environment of positivity and growth. And it it completely 180s the, the trajectory of how you're going to get to that goal. Um, so I don't know, it's, it's just, it's really cool because there are really small, subtle things that, um, make a massive impact in the long run. Uh, so it's just something to be consistent with uh, and have those people in your life and do those certain things to allow that growth to happen. Um, yeah, I think that's a really good point. Uh, you can never have too much accountability. Yeah, you yeah. really can't. I'm just constantly feeling like I need more accountability. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I, I feel like I'm 
on top of my stuff. You know, it's like, I feel like I'm uh, progressing really well, but I know that if I got a little bit something else, uh, it could make a significant, significantly larger impact as well. So yeah, um, I, I think it's just difficult for people to look through that lens because I think a lot of people have that mentality of, oh, I can do it on my own, right? Um, but if you're saying you can do it on your own and, and you're not taking action on things, you might want to revisit that. Yeah, so I am over a decade into my serious fitness journey when it comes to weight training in particular, and I do not trust myself to always show up just by myself. I think very few people have that. Maybe David Goggins and maybe a few other people, (laughs) but I don't. (laughs) Just David Goggins. (laughs) (laughs) David Goggins. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of the, uh, who's that guy? Jocko. Jocko Jocko Willink. Yeah. Yeah. So both of them, they probably have it, but <laughs> yeah, but they, but, I, but again, I think that they use social media as accountability, you know, they might not need, true. they might not need an individual, but they still post about it. So it's like that. And then they started something that they, they that they know that they need to follow through with. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Like Jocko posting his photo, the photos of his watch. Oh every yeah. Morning and it's just like- the most simple post ever, but now I expect to see that every day. Yeah. And so it's just like he has what, like uh, hundreds of thousands of people following him. It's like if he doesn't post, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah. So it's just like they, regardless of who you're, you are, you've established some sort of accountability. So yeah. um, I think, I think just in general, I think this is a really important point. In general, these 12 tips are just as much for me to remind myself as they are to give you value. Oh, absolutely. And like I'm going through here and saying like, okay, mental note, I need to generate some more accountability in my life. Uh, like no. X, Y, Z things in my life have been slipping a little bit. Like let's level those back up. This is a constant thing that you need to reevaluate. You always need to be working on building back your drive and momentum. And it is really important that you actively work on cultivating that because you're never going to get to a point where you just make a breakthrough and then you're on the other side and you never have to worry right. about drive or motivation again because you just intrinsically have it all the time that's never going to happen and if, if only <laughs> yeah it would be pretty amazing but that doesn't happen so we constantly need to be reminding ourselves of what is important what we need to be focusing on and how to continue uh, making progress so that's tip number nine get some accountability in your life Tip number 10 is to get more sleep. So this is, it should be an easy one, but unfortunately for most people, it's not that easy or they convince themselves it's not a priority when it very much is a priority. Man, I lived this this past week, actually. <laughs> yeah. uh, being, being in Hawaii, I, I've been having to get up at uh, 2 a.m. Uh, to start work. Um, and I've been like hanging out with my friends after after work and everything. And I've been going to bed at like um, uh, like nine p.m. So I've been getting like five hours of sleep, and I was like, and for the like the first four days, I feel felt fantastic. And now it's like slowly catching up on me. I'm like, wow, I need like six, seven, and then uh, then I was like, okay, now I need to get seven. <laughs> Seven's ideal for me, and so it's just like. Um, I just kind of like push that out of my, the thought, uh, like my thought process whatsoever. Um, and it really kind of like bit me in the butt this past week. Um, so yeah, sleep's super important. (laughs) 
Yeah, I've been reading this book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, and it's just absolutely a phenomenal book. And I would highly recommend all of you read it. It really goes into the science of sleep, why it is so important and what the benefits are for sleeping more and being in a consistent routine with your sleep. So I, the more I learn about sleep, the more I prioritize it over pretty much everything else. So basically, I would put sleep like right up there with with uh well maybe right under water for like the importance level of what you need to thrive. And I I'm I definitely put it above training um and obviously nutrition is really important but I don't know. I'm just trying to say sleep is incredibly important. It is something that you can't overlook. It is definitely something that you should prioritize just as much as nutrition and prioritize even more, in my opinion, than training. Uh, ideally, you have all of this stuff working together in harmony, and that is the ideal situation for actually feeling really happy and healthy and making consistent progress. But it is so important to get enough sleep and specifically towards the topic that we're discussing in this episode, how to get your drive and momentum back. If you are sleep deprived, not only will your energy tank, but your motivation and drive are going to be low as well. So you can't possibly expect yourself to operate on four hours of sleep a night and be crushing your workouts and feeling great and continuing to make progress forward. And not only that, sleep is absolutely crucial for building your body back after a serious training session. So if you're just super serious about nutrition and training and you're crushing your workouts, but you're not sleeping enough, then you're actually kind of working in a downward spiral. The process of recovery is the is what actually builds lean muscle and strength. The it uh your body breaks down your muscles during a serious workout and then the process of recovery and sleep is a huge part of that process is what builds your muscles back to be stronger and bigger than before. So if you are not doing that part and you're just training really hard, you're actually going to be pushing yourself in the wrong direction. Your your body is not going to be able to keep up with your rest and recovery needs. So please shoot for at least seven hours a night, preferably eight hours. I, I was going to ask you. I, I didn't read the book. Do, do they say a certain amount of time or is it is that based off of the individual? It's I don't remember exactly if he says explicitly it should be this amount of sleep on average, but he uses the eight hours per night uh, throughout the whole book. So that seems like a very well supported, a well researched, well supported uh, target to be shooting yeah. for. So it, it, the, the consistency with sleep definitely seems like it's uh, a, a huge, massive priority when it comes down to that though, with yeah. like times. Yeah. We'll, we'll do a, a more in-depth episode on sleep and kind of all the stuff that I've learned from this book. It's just fascinating, but the science of lack of sleep is pretty scary. And the things that it does to your body is pretty pretty, pretty terrible. <laughs> so let's uh, all focus on getting enough sleep. It's really, really important for having enough energy. And that's really how you're going to maintain your drive. Tip number 11 is to focus on what you love. 
So quite simply, if you don't love what you're doing, then you're eventually going to give up when it gets hard and staying consistent in fitness is already difficult. And sometimes, or most of the time, rather life makes that even more challenging when you have to consider maybe you have kids or your partner or work or whatever else is going on in your life. There are lots of other things that can make it challenging to stay on track with your fitness goals and Fitness is already difficult. It's already difficult to stay consistent in just doing the uncomfortable things like going to the gym on a regular basis. So if you don't love what you're doing in the gym, then it's going to be really hard to actually stay consistent. I really believe that the only way to stay consistent long term with your health and fitness is by doing stuff that you actually enjoy. So that's why I think it's really important for you to work your favorite foods into your nutrition program, regardless of your exact goals. If you really love chocolate and you're trying to lose some body fats, then add some chocolate into your nutrition plan. Make sure that you have your nutrition targets dialed in so you're accomplishing your goal. In other words, being in a caloric deficit and making sure that you kind of are tracking your macros in a way that makes sense. But uh, be sure that you're adding in some of these things that are really important to you. So chocolate or whatever else that looks like. Obviously, you have to do this in moderation. So it fits into your whole nutrition program and you're consuming healthy foods as well. Um, not that chocolate is necessarily unhealthy, but I'm just saying any kind of snack foods or whatever. Um, it's, it's all about moderation. It's about balance. Don't completely take out chocolate if that's something that you really enjoy, because that's the key to staying consistent over the long term. That's also why it's so important to focus on a particular training style that you truly enjoy. This is something that I really learned or had to relearn during the process of training for my Ironman. I realized, Hey, I'm not super in love with endurance training. So yeah, I can just mentally grind through this for six months and then cross the finish line. But even that was really challenging. And I didn't want to train most days. And I had an awesome coach so that was really helpful. And more importantly, I told everyone I was going to be doing this or else I probably would have just given up. And that's part of the accountability thing that we just spoke about, just like telling people about your goals and then they hold you accountable. And it's okay if you go down the path and learn that one particular training style or one kind of fitness goal in particular doesn't really align with what you actually care about. You can always pivot along the way, but it's really important to identify the things that you truly enjoy doing and focus on those when it comes to your training and your nutrition. And just as an interesting consideration from kind of the other side of that spectrum, Maybe you're doing a type of training that you absolutely love, but you're doing too much of it. And that can really, um, that can make it difficult to stay motivated as well. If you are continuing to break down your body and not be fully recovered and just start, uh, getting nagging injuries and just not really feeling up for, for training. And that can actually become a bad thing as well. So that's, um, just a little thing to think about, uh, but uh, for the vast majority of people, it's about finding something that you really enjoy and doing more of that. So that is uh, tip number 11. Tip number 12 is to be kind to yourself. So I thought this was a really important last tip to cover because I really do feel like it's an important part of the process of staying consistent and maintaining your drive over the long term. And I think uh, just... For myself personally, and for probably most people who are listening to this, you might not be where you ultimately want to be in terms of the body that you want, the health that you want, the strength you want to have, whatever your goals are, you're probably not where you ultimately want to be. 
but you're on the path to accomplishing that. And that is a huge win. So I think it's important to give yourself some credit for, for the fact that you are just doing the stuff that you said you're going to do and maintaining just just having goals in the first place sets you ahead of the vast majority of people. And then actively working towards those goals sets you at a even kind of higher uh Absolutely. at an even kind of higher point. Yeah. So that is is incredible. And I think even if it you can kind of um I can kind of uh, get into a tendency of beating myself up when I'm not totally crushing my goals in certain respects and holding myself to the super high standard I've kind of set for myself, which I don't necessarily think is healthy. So I'm certainly not promoting that, but that's, um, I think it's important to kind of always come back and say, Hey, like you're on the path, you're accomplishing the stuff that you, that you need to be doing. So if you get a little bit off track for a day or a week or even a few weeks or a few months, whatever it is, if you get on off track, that's okay. It's going to happen. It happens to me uh, every once in a while. Just revisit your goals and your whys and then allow those to guide you back on track. I think the the ultimate the ultimate goal for fitness is having that North Star. It's always kind of coming back to getting on track, regardless of how often you kind of have deviations off of that path always coming back and just kind of um, kind of like a magnet, having a right. magnet to kind of pull you back on on track. That is the really amazing part. So be kind to yourself when you get off track a little bit. It's perfectly okay. It happens to all of us. It's, it's very normal. And you don't have to be 100% consistent or even 90% consistent or even 80% consistent to crush some really amazing goals. Just be consistent most of the time. And um, when you get off track, don't beat yourself up. Just kind of um, nudge yourself back on track. So basically, I think it's really important to just cut yourself some slack. And I think that I'm in relatively good shape because I make the right decision when it comes to my nutrition and fitness 90% of the time. And that's really what you need to be focusing on. And I think, uh, yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on that honors? No, man. I actually really enjoyed hearing the magnet side of kind of thing. I, I mean, that, that makes complete sense. Um, yeah, but yeah. I honestly like that. It's yeah. I don't have anything, man. You said it perfectly. Okay. Yeah. I just made up that magnet thing, but yeah, it's a, that's basically how I think about it. It's like, right. have a, have that magnet that just kind of pulls you back on track. I think that's, I think that's really crucial. All right. So those are the top 12 tips that we have for staying on track with kind of your health and fitness for kind of building your drive back and, uh, maintaining that momentum along your journey. So one thing that we didn't talk about too much, we touched on it in terms of the accountability stuff, but we didn't talk about too much and that's getting a coach. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking that you really want to begin the next year, 2022 with momentum and not start on January 1st and feel like you're having to build up momentum with everyone else who's setting New Year's resolutions um, and you really want to stay committed to your goals despite the challenges of the holidays and have someone to kind of help you work through those. And you're not too sure if you can do it on your own, but you know that you would like some accountability, then I'd highly recommend that you check out our vegan superhero Academy coaching program. So members of our coaching team, we just have a super incredible team. I always feel just so blessed whenever I get on conversation, whenever I get on team calls with them. And I'm just like, you guys are the coolest. I just want to <laughs> hang out with you all the time. So 
we have just an amazing coaching team and they all have uh, degrees and certifications and everything from psychology, physiology, neuroscience, nutrition, strength training, injury prevention, uh, rehabilitation, yoga, and lots of other things. And we also have a full-time vegan dietitian on our staff who goes through and um, makes sure that all of our nutritional needs for our clients are taken care of. So if you're interested in learning more about our coaching or you just want to check out um, kind of the other stuff that we do, you can head over to thevegangym.com and uh, there's a little button that uh, says coaching. You can just click on that and learn more about our program. And I think it's really there's really nothing better than being surrounded by other like-minded vegans who are just out there crushing their goals. We've gotten to the point where we have, well, we have over 300 active clients in our program right now. And I love just scrolling through our Facebook groups that we have for, for uh, the Vegan Superhero Academy. And I just get so fired up just seeing yeah. other people crushing their goals. And I get... Uh, I swear I get more out of that group than other people do. I don't yeah. know. It just, well, it's just, it's like mean, amazing. I mean, they're just individuals that are implementing these 12 things on a daily basis and just uh, leveling themselves up. And yeah. uh, it's so cool. It's awesome. Yeah. So <laughs> that is a total game changer. If you have a community like that, um, and we have a, we built a really kind of open community as well. So people talk about the struggles they're going through. They say, Hey, I had a really rough day and, um, I didn't really do my whole workout, but I got to the gym for 10 minutes and I feel really good about that. And we just all like cheer each other on. And we just, uh, it's a really positive, uh, incredible environment. So if you're looking for something like that, I'd highly recommend you check out the vegan superhero Academy. And we'd love to hop on the phone and kind of chat about your goals and see what you want to accomplish. But those are our 12 tips. I hope that you got a ton of value out of uh, these two episodes. And I really hope that you can take at least a few of these tips and use those to build your drive back and then work to maintain that motivation and drive over your entire fitness journey. So if you need anything, um, feel free to reach out at any point. Uh, you can just uh, send us a message on any social media platform and uh, we'll get back to you pretty quickly. We're really on top of that. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. So hope you really enjoy these episodes. Can't wait to chat with you on the next one. And uh, we wish you all the best. So take care and keep making those gains. See ya. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. To take the next step in your vegan fitness journey and get access to all our best content for free, check out theveganjim.com. We'll teach you everything you need to know to torch body fat, break through plateaus, build lean vegan muscle, and supercharge your health. Get started right now at theveganjim.com. Until next time, peace, love, and gains.